Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, that's the dulcet tones of Laura Barger and Jack Baldelli doing our theme song. Uh, and that's the theme song for Mark and Sarah Talk About Songs. I'm the Sarah in that equation, Sarah Debunting, and I'm here, as always, with my co-host, Mark Blankenship. Hello, Mark. Howdy! Mark brought us a Halsey song today that I believe is some kind of homage to Baz Lorman. For more on this, <laughs> Mark, tell us why we are talking about Halsey's Bad at Love today. Yes, so Halsey's Bad at Love is a contemporary single that is currently climbing the charts here on the day that we're recording this in late October 2017. And I was thinking about including it in my recent single on New Songs You Need, Volume 2, which maybe you've heard and enjoyed. But I just decided I liked this song so much that I would choose it to give it the full episode treatment. And that's true for a couple of reasons. Uh, Not least because I find Halsey to be a fascinating newer pop star she's only been around for a few years and before we go any further i'd like to go ahead and roll that clip got a girl with california eyes and i thought that she could really be the one this time but i never got the chance to make a mind because she fell in love with little thin white lines london girl with an attitude we never told no one but we look so cute both got way better things to do but i always think about it when i'm by me through i believe i believe i believe i believe that i'm in too deep Jealousy, 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 get the best in me Look, I don't mean to frustrate, but I always make the same mistakes, yeah Always make the same mistakes, cause I'm bad in love ooh, ooh. But you can't blame me for trying You know I'd be lying, saying you're the one That could finally fix me, looking at my history I'm bad Oh, there's so much to say. Where to begin? Well, first of all, I will say that even in this clip, you don't hear all of the musical things that are going on in the song. Uh, Moments after that clip ends, we get to a bridge that actually has an almost sunny quality to the music underneath it, and it feels like you're momentarily stepping into a different song altogether, because that's the point in the song where she says, uh, I know that you're afraid I'm going to walk away each time the feeling fades and it's kind of delightfully ambiguous like is she saying i know you're afraid i'm going to walk away because each time the feeling fades or is she saying each time the feeling fades i know you're afraid i'm going to walk away but i'm not going to it's nice i don't know i don't know exactly what she means it's mysterious which i really like because she's admitting that she's bad at love but she's not necessarily bad at falling for people so what's going on another thing i love about this song is that as you may have heard she is talking about women in the second verse of the song and she is talking about men in the first verse of the song so i like that because you know 2017 it's a very different time hello post labels baby post labels who needs labels don't box me Not in me. don't box me in <laughs> don't box me, box me in, me in. Uh, <laughs> but i, I also appreciate 
Um, I do appreciate that she also is able to, with basically just two or three lines of lyrics, get a whole relationship sort of summed up. I never thought that she could... I thought that she could really be the one this time, but I never got the chance to make her mine because she fell in love with little thin white lines. Uh, got you. So all of that lyrical specificity, I love. The musical dynamism of the song, I love. And I just like that... Halsey's just really cool, and she has said that the album from which this song was taken is sonically inspired by Baz Luhrmann's Romeo plus Juliet. If you know the movie, you know why I'm saying it like that. So, uh, so much air quotage flying around the word plus right there. Yes, Love it. there were 85 air quotes. Yeah, um, But there, there is sort of... Um, like skanky Ventura Boulevard quality to the music that we're listening to and the her and I, I just I don't know, I find her really smart and compelling. So Sarah, what do you think? Um the the song as a whole to me is only like the sum of the parts is just good. Like it's only good. It's not great, mm-hmm. but it grabs you so fast. Uh in that first verse, uh, the lyrics, like, now he's gone and calling me a bitch again. Like, just the again. Like, I'm sure that's yes. there for the rhyme. But maybe not. Like, we, you know, we, we've we all dated that guy and then dated him again. Um, like, that Genesee is the problem. Like, that's a pretty specific place and time. And that first verse just contributes to this overall impression of, like being in your mid-20s and being like it's the end of the night and you're drunk but not in a happy way just in this like sulky way and you've gone back to your sub sub sublet which is basically a closet in McKibben lofts everything smells like a foot and you can't shake that feeling that you can't make anything happen for yourself that as hard as you run you don't get anywhere and then you wake up and you're like why am I always too drunk to change anything why is this my life? And that wasn't everyone's mid-20s, but it was mine. Possibly it is hers. I think she's not even in her mid-20s yet, right? She's like 22. Yeah, she's super young. Yeah. So, but I mean, like, and hopefully that doesn't happen to her. That would be sucky, but I mean, it happens to everyone, whatever. It's part of life. But um, so I can forgive the rest of the song for being sort of like, it starts so strong that there's just a fall off after that. But here's another thing that I like about it is that it's done in three minutes. Like, even though there's a fall off for me narratively after the first verse, you expect a song like this to sort of indulge itself with the um, big note chorus a few more times and be like four minutes, 28 seconds. She's done in three right. minutes. That is rare. That sort of um, pop music concision is pretty rare, and I am into it. Um, I enjoyed this song, and I enjoyed watching the video for it as well. Yeah, the video is... Okay, so the previous single from this video, uh, from this album, I should say, is called Now or Never. And I have since learned that the two videos tell an ongoing story, and the Baz Luhrmann connection is even clearer in the first video but there's some story about Halsey and a cult and she gets out of the cult and she's on the run and she cuts her hair off and there's some fortune teller guy in a crazy mask in a bathroom and I don't even really know but what I do know is that the four 
ladies in this video, Halsey and her three friends that she meets at a gas station, are so cool oh my that God, I'm like, so cool. oh, I'll roll with you wherever. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, maybe I'm not even cool enough to watch this video, like especially orange sunglasses woman, best. Oh, yes. Like, there's just something sort of a very primal fantasy of mine that gets fulfilled by watching four bad bitches drive off in a convertible. I, I can't agree more. Speaking of fulfilling fantasies, though, should we take a break and do a playlist? I think we should. So, listeners, I am delighted to tell you that Mastis listener Heather M. contacted us because she wanted to request a very special playlist. Uh, in her words, she says, quote, If you want to say something about the reason uh, for this playlist, because the days are getting darker and I need more light via music, then I don't mind. Uh, it, do it. I'm just completely hash made a hash of her quote. <laughs> Sorry, Heather. What she was. Tr- I, I read a reply, not the original request. Doesn't matter. The point is, Heather quite elegantly stated that she is getting frustrated by the onset of daylight savings and the the nights getting longer and longer. And she wanted to find a little happiness through music. So she has asked us to both choose the musical theater songs that make us happy as a way of battling seasonal affective disorder. So Sarah and I have both selected two musical theater tunes that make us feel peppy. Sarah, what is your first choice? Well, Mark, I'd like you to know that I love you, a bushel and a peck, a bushel and hey. a peck, though you make my life a wreck. You don't, actually. Um, that is from <laughs> Guys and Dolls. It also appears, uh, I think the Doris Day version of it was in, like, the best of Broadway. It was some movie in 1951. And if you're watching live sports these days, you have seen it a gazillion times in that, I believe, Home Depot ad where the couple is like renovating their house and the baby is crawling around um, and just like has to be yanked away from a can of paint. And uh, it's just like this, this love song to the money pits that people buy. Um, There is a bluegrass version by Margaret Whiting and Jimmy Wakely that I actually like a little bit better. And I don't know. It's just so like I find myself singing it to the cats all the time because they do make my life a wreck, like literally frequently. And there's just something so sweet about it. Like it's got a very sweet melody and um, it's like it's fun to sing, but it's it's not like sickly sweet or corny. It's not this tragic song. It's just like, you know, Love is sort of like this whirlwind sometimes, and it's not always easy to, you know, love people. Like, because they're people, they're human beings. We're all hard to love sometimes. But, you know, I just love that. I love that. It's very, it's very sweet. And it also reminds me of living in my old house, um, which was a double duplex that I shared with my brother and his family. And my nephew, who is now eight and a half, toddled past me a number of times gnawing on like chunks of drywall or drywall screws. Sure. And it just like reminds me of that time in 2010 when it was like living there was like operating on yourself during a marathon, but we did it and we're all still talking. So um, we used to, I wish I'd known about that song back then so I could have sung it to 
the house, but when we were selling the house, I did sing it to the house while padding the house a couple of times because I'm kind of a weirdo about things and places. So that's mine. Bushel and a Peck. Good song. Mark. Nice. So my first choice is a song from the musical Waitress, which is currently on Broadway, written by Sarah Bareilles. It is such a great musical. It is based on the movie starring uh, Carrie Russell about the woman who works in the pie shop. But in the middle of the second act, the lead character, Jenna, and this guy, Dr. Pomader, who is her doctor, realize that they really, really, really want to sleep together, and they know it would be a terrible idea. So they sing this song called Bad Idea, and it's such an upbeat song, because they're like, it's a bad idea, me and you, and they just keep being like, yep, it's a bad idea, and then by the end, they're like, well, it's a pretty good bad idea, wasn't it, though? And they're just like making out, and it's so much fun, and you can just feel the heat coming off of the two actors' um, Drew, uh, Jesse Mueller and Drew Galing in the recording. Plus, there's a great version of the song that's by Sarah Bareilles with Jason Mraz. Jason Mraz, who is about to be in the Broadway version of the show, it's all very tied together. But the song is just so much fun, and they're so flirtatious, and uh, the 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 rhythm of the song is really bouncing, and it puts me in such a good mood. And it's just very, it just really gets at something very recognizable about the joy that you get from being attracted to somebody and they're attracted to you and damn it, you just can't help yourself. And I just really like that. It makes me very happy. I like that too. I had trouble picking my second one. Um, So I will let you know my honorable mentions. Uh, There's no business like show business, of course, by Mr. Ethel Merman. Yes. Just kidding. Um, (laughs) <laughs> I mean, that's, that's so witty and Catskillsy, and, uh, like, I, I find myself singing lines from it all the time. Um, I also enjoy I Feel Pretty from West Side Story, mostly the Julie Andrews version um, that used to play over that ad with Maria Sharapova, like, stomping through various lobbies, and, like, John McEnroe and uh, Patrick McEnroe were, like, singing it to her. Uh, I don't know. Yes. And she's like, fuck off, I'm 6'3", and I could step on you and kill you which was delightful. But in the end, I went with uh, a meta track from All That Jazz, a movie that I was dragged to by an ex-boyfriend who, it was his birthday, so we got to pick the movie, and I was like, well, fine, because it's your pick. I ended up adoring this movie. Uh, All That Jazz uh, on Broadway is my pick. It's not a happy song, but I hear that piano start up, and I don't know. I can sing every word of like both versions of the live version and the and the um, studio version. Uh, it goes on a little too long, um, but there's just something there's something about stories of like arriving in uh, New York City to to be the next big thing, like full of hope that usually are annoying. And then when it's done well, it's such a delight. So my pick is, uh, my second pick is On Broadway by George Benson. And do you want to roll a little clip of that one? Yeah, why not? Yeah. 
I'm he not mad, get, and I actually have never seen he's that a star, movie. Nor should he, and he didn't have to. He is a star in my no, heart. and I've never. I need to see that movie. That reminds me. Well, like you, Sarah, I had many, many honorable mentions. I had what's the buzz from Jesus tell Christ me Superstar. What's, what's the buzz? But then what's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. Well, I'll tell you what's happening. My fingers are snapping mm-hmm. and my toes are tapping. That's what's happening. Um, I had. The song Anything Goes from the musical Anything Goes sure. and really Cole Porter songs just always make me happy. Uh, but at the end of the day, I had to choose the song that brought me the most joy I've ever felt inside a theater while watching a musical. And that is You Can't Stop the Beat from Hairspray. I will never forget seeing this show with my mother in 2004-ish. We were uh, in New York. I was in grad school. She came to visit me. We took the train into the city. We saw Hairspray. I have never in my life wished a song would go on forever the way I wished that You Can't Stop the Beat will just go on forever. The song is so great, and it is about how... Everyone gets to participate in the party of just dancing, and it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter if you're the asshole villain character from earlier in the show. Everybody gets to come in and shake they asses. The beat is hot. The lyrics are great. I love it so, 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 so much. And to me, it is such a valuable song that I ended up playing it at my wedding. I talk about my wedding a lot, but my wedding was really fun. Anyway, (laughs) it is a wonderful song. You can't stop the beat from Hairspray. Here's a little taste. So there you go. And listeners, I want to say thank you to Heather for this wonderful idea for a playlist suggestion. And if you have a playlist that you would like Sarah and I to create for you, just shoot us an email at talkaboutsongs at gmail.com and we will give you the full deets on how to make that happen. But uh, now, Sarah, if it's all right by you, I'd like to just say a few more things about Ms. Halsey and the song Bad at Love. I really don't have that much left to say (laughs) other than One of the reasons I thought it was good to bring this song in is that I feel like you are correct that the song, I do like it, but to me it also hints at where she could develop as an artist. And I think it's kind of exciting to consider Halsey as an artist who really has somewhere to go. Because we so often talk about people who are so firmly established and have blossomed, but I feel like that Halsey is someone who is right on the edge of making something really, truly great. She shows so much promise here, and in her previous album, I thought the same was true. And I, think she uh, knows I just feel that like that too. Halsey is someone we should all be paying attention I would have, to. I Say think what? she knows that. I would have to fact-check this, but I read a profile of her in New York Magazine a couple months back, I think, and I'll try to find it for the show notes. But this album is, um, she said, an evolution 
from the last one and involved a breakup, I think. And I, you know, I think that she is really like, she knows that she's not complete as an artist. And I think that she's like, all right, well, this is the album that I do now. Like this, this is the correct point in my development. But she also is like super excited to keep going and keep learning and keep developing. But I think you're, I think you're exactly right that this is still a little bit not young, but it, it's like not quite, I don't think this is quite the top of her powers yet. I think maybe she does have to go through all the sort of mid twenties garbage that I was talking about to maybe, um, like learn to finish a little better but look i'm never going to be mad at a pop song that just that sees that it could be five minutes and decides to be three so yeah yeah and also that can tell so many stories so succinctly and so clearly that also like you said refuses to be boxed in unless that's the kind of box that you're into and then that's fine and i just feel like she's someone we should be celebrating here at mustas i concur she uh she will fit right in on this playlist one day if that's part of her evolution is becoming a Broadway songwriter um which would be interesting actually I'd go to that musical same <laughs> I love you, a bushel and a peck, a bushel and a peck, and a hug around the neck, hug around the neck, and a barrel and a heap. This is Mark and Sarah Talk About Songs, hosted by Mark Blankenship, that's me, and Sarah D. Bunting, and edited by Sarah D. Bunting. Need to talk to Mark and Sarah about song requests, ads, or birthday readings? Here's how. Email us at talkaboutsongs at gmail.com, tweet us at talksongs, or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash mastus.podcast. And you can become a supporter and producer of this podcast at our Patreon page at patreon.com slash mastus. So until next time, thanks for listening. Although you grieve me, never, never leave me. I love you, a bushel and a peck. You bet your pretty neck I do. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.